Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys, Brandon here with Jimmy, and we're actually in Orlando, Florida right now. What are we here for? Hey, we are here as a part of what's called The Send. It's a big stadium event. There's going to be about 65,000 people here tomorrow hearing the word of the Lord for this now moment for America and the world that we need to go out and preach the gospel. Preaching the gospel. Yes, sir. That's a a concept that a lot of people talk about, but it's probably one of the hardest things Mm. to do. I remember we were talking about discipleship schools last week, and kind of part, part of the disciple school was, was founded on what if people actually shared the actually, gospel. Actually shared the gospel. So talk about, yeah. just even real quick, the yeah. concept of sharing the gospel and why it's so hard for Yeah, people. I don't know a believer, a true born-again believer that doesn't feel compelled to share the gospel but feels incredibly fearful and inadequate yeah. to share the gospel. Because we're made for it, right? I mean, the Spirit of God is within us and the Spirit yeah. of God is always wooing people to Jesus and we want to open our mouth but we just don't know what to do. Yeah. And, um, and so I really early on just said, hey, that's not an option. I, I got to figure this out. We've got to figure out how can I share the gospel on a daily basis without fear? And then how can I help other people do it? Yeah. So what's been your journey with learning to share the gospel? Where did it start for you? Yeah. So, man, when I, when I came to Jesus, obviously I had a great encounter with God, very sincere and all that started learning about Jesus, didn't know anybody that shared the gospel, but always felt awkward talking about Jesus to somebody who didn't know or or I wasn't sure if they knew or not, but wanted to. And um, so somebody told me, well, you just need to be led by the Holy Spirit. So for a whole year, I said, Holy Spirit, lead me to share the gospel. Give me a divine appointment. And uh, I shared with some people on a mission trip in Mexico and at the end of the year, I looked back and I had led two people to the Lord. Either I didn't feel that led that often, <laughs> or God wasn't showing me divine appointments, or maybe there was something else to it. Yeah. Uh, and so that next year I said, hey, I'm going to view everything as a divine appointment, and I'm going to get confident to share the gospel. Yeah. So here's what I did. I, I got a, a simple tool. Uh, Campus Crusade had this deal called the Four Spiritual Laws. Yeah. And I memorized every scripture, memorized, keyword, mm-hmm. where I knew every step of their process. I memorized every scripture so that when I did have open yeah. my mouth, yeah. I was confident about what I was going to say. But probably the bigger deal was I realized that the top three reason I wasn't sharing wasn't just my lack of confidence in a tool or um, not knowing enough people who didn't know the Lord. It was fear, fear, and fear. Yep. Top three reasons, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So I said, it's the fear of man that's got me. So what I did to overcome the fear of man was I had this big red sticker that said, Jesus loves you. This, this little round sticker. And I wore those everywhere I went yeah. <laughs> so that when I met you, you knew that I loved Jesus. Yeah. So I didn't have to get over that hurdle. Yeah. Now, 
that was a bit awkward to yeah. say the yeah. least, especially yeah. when I would wear it with a suit. <laughs> uh, actually, I remember I was uh, substitute teaching a lot in the inner city, and I couldn't wear the big red sticker uh, at school. Yeah. So I had a little ichthus pin that said Jesus in the middle of it, and I had it on my suit jacket. Yes. Just so that there was just enough Jesus there uh, to get it out there. But I had to figure out how to overcome the fear of man, and I realized I couldn't do it just in my head. Yeah. I had to have an action. Yeah. Uh, another thing I did was I had a, a red t-shirt, and in those days you had the white felt letters if you yes, wanted to write something. Yes. So <laughs> I had Jesus loves you in white felt letters yes. on the front, and on the back, John 3.16. Yes. So everywhere I jogged, and I jogged every day, <laughs> I would try to wear that shirt, yeah. and if somebody paused or looked my way, yeah. I would say, has anyone ever told you Jesus loves you? Yeah. Sometimes they blow me off, but I still remember, kind of the third or fourth day I'm doing this, I'm running by and there's this kid at a bus stop, yeah. and, he's, and I said, Jesus loves you, and he said, he looked at me like, really? I said, anyone ever told you that? And he said, no. And so I stopped jogging, I talked to him in depth. I shared the gospel with him. He prayed with me. I asked if I could meet his parents. I uh, um, and so uh, it was. Um, it must have been at school bus at the end of the day. Just gone off. And so I walked with him to his house. Now in those days, it wasn't creepy to do that. Yeah. But I walked with him <laughs> to his house. Met his mom, single mom struggling, led her to the Lord, wow. got them involved in church, and they became good friends. Yes. Uh, and so it was just as simple as something that would cause me to do what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. but I wasn't able to do it without a help. Mm-hmm. And so that, that t-shirt was a help, and then yeah. obviously memorizing the scriptures yeah. gave me a, a presentation. Yeah, I remember you once saying that you would tell your people, hey, if you, if you talk with someone today, it's a divine appointment. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, the, the guy who uh, founded Campus Crusade, Bill Bright, he yeah. said, if I meet you once, uh, I believe you, it's a divine appointment. Yes. If I meet you twice and don't share the gospel, it is sin. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was his view of yeah. life. Now, please hear me if you're listening to this yeah. podcast. Yeah. We're all on a journey. Yeah. God loves you no matter what, Absolutely. whether you share the gospel or not. Yeah. But there's a partnership invitation, yeah. and people are desperate for Jesus. Yes. Even if they don't seem like it, you'd be surprised. You can't always tell until you get into yeah. the conversation. And I've even... I've even recognized in my own life. Well, I was actually inspired by what you were telling about. You were telling me about that story when you decided one year that you were going to share the gospel every day and record it. Yes, I and, journaled. And you realized you yeah. led more people to Jesus. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's a good point. So whenever you set out, hey, I'm really going to do something. Yeah. You you got to chart it for a while to see is it working yeah. is it getting to the goals. Yeah. So that particular year, I led seventy nine people to the Lord mm-hmm. individually. Now that, yeah. that didn't, I preached a couple of places, you know, maybe more people came yeah. to the Lord. But it was it was in America. I, I yeah. didn't I didn't allow myself kind of the mission trip yeah. or the stage. I said yes. it's got to be interpersonal. Yeah. And again, I don't think if I would have charted it, I don't think I would have kept it before yeah. me. Right. It's kind of like whatever's important to you, whatever the Holy Spirit's leading yeah. you do. You gotta you gotta have like a tool, you gotta yes. have 
You gotta know what, you gotta be honest with yourself. Yeah. What's my barrier yeah. to getting there? And then you gotta chart it. So you yeah. see, did we get there? That's just kind of common sense for anything in life, but man, especially sharing the gospel. And that conviction of the truth. Yeah. If the gospel is good news, and it's actually gonna save people, and it saved me, yes. why wouldn't I share it? Yeah, well, the, you know, there's this, uh, this video that was out years ago by this famous atheist, yeah. really getting on Christians and saying, if you believe this message, like that yeah. this is heaven and hell, eternal uh, life or eternal yeah. death, if you really believe this is the message and yeah. everybody comes before Jesus, then it is like the ultimate in malpractice, the ultimate in not caring, the ultimate yeah. in not loving, if you don't share what you have to deliver people from darkness and yeah. from hell. Yeah. And if, if I wasn't already convinced, Listening to this atheist talk about that mm -hmm. just doubled down. Well, yeah. absolutely, this is the message yeah. that changed my life, that changes anybody's life, and that ultimately, and this is this is it's it's it just let's be clear biblically. Yeah. Ultimately, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Yeah. Everybody on their last breath will meet Jesus, yeah. whether they know him or not. Will depend on did they respond yeah. to this good news during their lifetime. Did somebody go share this opportunity so that they would yeah. have at the throne room for eternity yeah. the covering of the blood of Jesus? And that only comes by calling on his name yeah. and being honest about our need for him. Yeah. I know for me, my journey, my journey started on, uh, I was on a run. Yeah. My journey sharing the gospel started on a run. Mm -hmm. I just started following Jesus when I was 16. And I and I just said I just want to I want to learn to share the gospel. Yeah. And I, I think I remember I was in Nashville at the time. I think I think I was listening to some Antioch messages. Uh huh. Uh, but I was on a run, and I just said, Jesus, if there's someone, if I if I pass someone while I'm running, right? I'll, and you're leading me, then I'll share with them. And I passed this guy once running, and I was like, oh, I, I can't do it. And, sure. And I was like, if he comes back around again, then I'll do it. <laughs> so sure enough, he comes back around. Yeah. And. And I, I, it's an older guy, and I, I just, hey, hey, sir, this may seem really funny, but I, I just love Jesus, and yeah. just wondering if there's any way I can pray for you. Right. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm okay. Sure. Oh, okay. Well, I, Jesus loves you so much, and he's like, okay, bye. It's one of the more right. awkward moments of my life. Sure. But I genuinely wanted to care for this guy, and yeah. I ran off, and I just started weeping, because uh. I met the presence of God. At, in the midst of me stepping out and what he called me to do. Right. And now it's something so normative for me sure. that I learned by just hearing other people doing that simply. And, and I've learned as I've, it, it, it's such a big concept, but if I simplify it and just think, mm -hmm. who, Lord, give me one person just each day. Just right. give me one person that I can just right. say, Jesus loves you. Can I pray for you? Sure. And just it opens the gate, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's a simple, so for you, you've gotten down to a simple process. Yeah. Hey, Gatekeep, do you know Jesus loves you? Or, hey, could I pray for you? It's a gate opener or an opportunity to see who's hungry, and then you're ready to share the gospel yeah. to pray for him in the name of Jesus. So I, I, I would say that that also we've got to be convinced that this yeah. message matters. We have to have a tool, yeah. um, and then th there has to be a plan, yes. right? So yes. like like we just talked about, what am I going to say? Because yeah. that's really the question, right? Yeah. And and so. 
you know, I have like three or four intros I do. Yeah. One is, uh, hey, do you have just a minute for me to share with you what changed my life? Yeah. Just, I just, I love to tell people what changed my yeah. life. And most people are like, sure, yeah, that's kind of weird, but whatever. And I said, yeah. hey, before I was 17 years old, nobody ever told me about Jesus, yeah. about how to really know him. And then somebody explained to me yeah. how to know him. Then I just share the precepts of the gospel. And it's it's amazing, right? That, yeah. that, that just the power of your story, your yeah. testimony, or an easy intro. Hey, this may seem a little weird, but I just want to know how can I pray for you today? Is there anything you need from yeah. God? Is Very any, few anyway? people I've ever met have turned that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just can Can I help you? And then if they're warm to that, then you say, Has anybody ever talked to you about Jesus yeah. or how to know Him? And then then you're in. It's yeah. not it's not that big of a deal. And even if you feel awkward, which everybody does yes. at some point. Tell the people you feel awkward. Just yeah. be authentic. Yeah. Hey, I feel a little awkward saying this, but I really felt compelled to pray yeah. for you. Is there a way I can pray for you? Or hey, I I I don't want to be weird, but I want to pray for you. And it it just takes the edge off of yeah. it. And I think that's the deal. Once you start, that it's it's wonderfully wholly addictive. Yes. Right? Because you see the power of yes. God. The gospel is the power of yes. God uh, for salvation. So um yeah, I think that's that's that is the deal, and I think also the the other thing is what I would say is yeah. um, people in in, um, in in our culture, in the Western culture yeah. specifically, we are so consumed with how we come off, what yeah. we look like, yeah. what people think about us, etc. I don't think you can fear man and fear God at the same time, yeah. and that does not mean be awkward or. Uh, aggressive. It means to be loving and warm. Yeah. And, and l- let me just say one other thing: is that I, what I do know about people who, over the long haul, um, get saved, get baptized, stay connected for the long haul, about 70, 80 percent of them came through a relational process. Yeah. So somebody was praying for me. Somebody invited me to something that was going on. Somebody eventually shared the gospel out of friendship. Yeah. So I don't want to minimize that. Absolutely. That, that that's a, but if you don't boldly share the gospel consistently, yeah. you'll never share the gospel with those that you're yeah. closest to. Yep. So the friendship stuff is driven by actually the bold stuff. Yes, There always has to be a bold witness for Jesus to get to a consistent yes. witness for Jesus. And that is all a part of the Amen. deal. And so even today's podcast, the goal is to stir you yes. uh, to share the gospel. So, hey, let me, let me just review to wrap up. Go for it. All right? Be honest with yourself. Where am I really? Yeah. Right? Get a biblical conviction. Romans 1, 16, Philippians 2, 9 through 11. Ultimate passages on Jesus, his finality of the gospel. Get a tool. You can get four spiritual laws. You can go online and mm-hmm. map out that little process. You can get Steps to Peace with God by bridge Billy Graham, which is the bridge illustration. Yeah. Easiest one to do. Get a tool that you're yeah. comfortable with. Memorize it. Then fourthly, decide you're going to do it, right? Yes. That, hey, today I'm going to do it, and I'm going to pray for that. I'm going to yeah. look for it, and I'm going to take the opportunity. Yes. Um, and then get your intro statements that once I see a person that I... I'm ready to communicate with, start with a simple phrase. Hey, this may seem weird, but I just wanted to ask you, is there any way I could pray for you? Yeah. Or, hey, I was just praying that God would give me an opportunity to share yeah. Jesus. Or has anyone ever told you about Jesus? Or anything yes. that you feel comfortable with, but get four or five statements down, mm-hmm. carry them around in your pocket, memorize those statements so that you have something yeah. to say when you get there. 
And then here's the last thing. Yeah. Don't be afraid to then ask them, do you want, want this? this? Yes. Because that moment in time is their moment to respond to the gospel. Yeah. And they'll no longer live in fear, a darkness, uh, uh, eternal damnation. I mean, we're talking big deals. It matters yes. that they cross over. Yes. There is a place in time. Yes. Now, the, the last thing I want to say is this, is that uh, there was a whole family that came to the Lord, got baptized mm -hmm. through our soccer team. And I love this family. We prayed for them outside of the soccer deal. And finally, a door opened that was uh, uh, brokenness in their lives. And I was able to get in there yeah. and share the gospel in depth. Yeah. Now, you say, well, you just talked about bold witnessing. Why did you not share immediately with these people? Because I specifically felt led to build a relationship mm -hmm. with them and look for the open door. But I was committed already to share the gospel yes. with them. At the same time that I was working with this family over months, I was sharing the gospel at 7-Eleven. I was sharing the gospel as I went down the road so that I stayed sharp yeah. in the journey. There nice. we go. Relational, practical, yeah. but whatever you do, just do it. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmysibert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time. Yeah.